Yeah, Russell Wilson burnt that meal. He burnt that meal today. He straight up did. I mean, he I mean, he got the groceries, okay? He was cooking. He was cooking. But the end result was he burnt the meal. Okay, I don't know why. You know, I guess he wasn't feeling it today. Like, think about it. Like, I understand he threw for two touchdowns early on. He threw for like, um, threw for 343 yards. Yeah, 343 yards, 11.1 yards per um, pass. Okay, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He was sacked three times, lost 23 yards. Um, QBR was 48.6. Rating was 128.8. That QBR rating, I don't understand everything on it, but sometimes it shows like sometimes, you know, where it's one of those situations where it's like uh, they should have made this read and stuff like that or whatever. You know what? I'm not going to act like I can explain QBR to you. I cannot. You can Google it. I Googled it. I still don't understand it completely, but his QBR rating was 48.6. Ryan Tannehill's was 69.4. Okay? But what I didn't like was at the end of regulation, you know, the Seahawks, the game is tied. You have two timeouts. It's 30 seconds left. I expect Russell Wilson to move the ball down the field. But what Russell Wilson was doing was he holding on to the ball, looking for the deep play. You don't need to do that right off the jump. You don't need to do that. Get downfield. Get your kicker in field goal range, Russ. And I'm not saying he wasn't trying to do that, but listen, I'm a big fan of Russell Wilson, but a lot of times, you know, he doesn't. Sometimes I wish he would, you know, run some of the plays that Tom Brady runs. You know, where it's like Tom Brady's like, okay, bam. Okay, get that quick short play pass, uh, go out of bounds. You know, like like on the pass, he he, he it wasn't Chris I don't think it was Chris Carlson, but he threw it to the to the running back. But it's like it wasn't it wasn't a good pass. And then it's like the way the running back caught the ball, you know, he was on the ground, so and he couldn't get out of bounds in time. So you had to call a timeout. And I'm like, Russ, you gotta throw him a better pass, man. You know, and I'm like, there's no reason, there's no way Russell Wilson should not have driven down the field, at least gotten us a field goal attempt. That's what I was expecting because this is Russell Wilson. This is Russell Wilson, people. He's been in the game long enough. What, 10-year veteran? He's been in the game long enough. Eight, seven, eight-time Pro Bowler. You know, you should know by now. You should be knowing all these defenses. You should be. You should be. You know, so it... That was frustrating. Then it went to overtime. We didn't get the ball first, but when the, Se- the Seahawks defense, they hey, they did good in the in the first part of overtime. But then on their first possession. But then when it was time for the Seahawks time, like, Russ, get rid of the ball. Get rid of the ball. You know, people are quick to blame the coaches for the play calling and stuff like that. Here's the thing. All right. Yeah, the coaches, they're going to call the play. But as the quarterback, as a 10-year veteran, two-time going, went to the Super Bowl two times, you have to, you know, you have to assess what's out there on the field. And if the play needs to be changed, change it. Pete Carroll's not going to bench you. Change the play. You know, but see, that's the thing. We get so caught up in, you know, like, you can still be a fan of a player and support a player. And be critical of him. I'm not saying hate him, hate on the player, 
You know, people be like, you know, don't judge. And no, no, you, you, you have to judge. You know what I'm saying? You have to judge and be able to thoroughly assist whether or not if that player is worth the time that you're going to be rooting for that player, you know. And I'm a big supporter of Russell Wilson, but at times, you know, well, a lot of times, and that's and that's the thing. He got caught up in the offseason putting some blame on his offensive lineman. Rightfully so, but what about you, Russ? You got to get rid of the ball quicker. You know, like, there was a – let me see. On the play where it should have been a safety, I hate to say this, it should have been a safety. If the Seahawks set was sacking a quarterback like that back in the end zone and they did not call safety, I would be upset. I would be tri- straight tripping off of that. But, um, man, what's the running back's name? He had the running back. Number 25 was wide open. Wide open. And here's the thing. The, line, the middle linebacker didn't even bother to go even cover. Yeah, Travis Homer didn't even bother to go cover Travis Homer because he know what Russell Wilson is going to do. Most of the time, Russell Wilson is not even trying to. He sees Russell Wilson is looking downfield. No, man, you got to be able to be like a point guard with that. You, this guy here is open. This guy is open. Tom Brady, that wouldn't have happened with Tom Brady. But I guess that that's what that's another thing that makes Tom Brady so special, man. You know, I mean, he's one. he is one of a kind. You know, but yeah, Russ, Russ, that, that Russ burnt that meal. He bought the groceries. He had, he had the right groceries, the right groceries. But here's the thing. Hey, the meal, the prep, let me see. The meal should have been on 350. He had it on 400. Should have been in the oven for, let's see, for 20 minutes. He had it in there for 40 minutes. He burnt it. Not a good meal. But guess what? Hey, let's do better next week. Let's do better next week. All right. We believe in you, Russ, as Seahawks fans. But yeah, man, you gotta gotta get rid of that ball. Gotta get rid of that ball. And and sometimes, you know, chefs, you know, when they go out and buy groceries and they um what's the word I'm looking for? Some chefs they don't even look at the instructions. Okay? They don't. Or the ingredients, you know, they don't even look at the instructions. They're like, you know what, I know what I'm doing on this. I know what I'm going to, I got this. And sometimes it's okay to look at the instructions because sometimes it may, some things may change, you know, instead of 375 in the oven, it may say, you know what, cook it at 425, right? Or it may say, um, so what used to be 20 minutes in the oven now needs to be 15 minutes in the oven, you know? So those, that's some things that you got to pay attention to, pay attention to de- to, to the details, to the details and the thing about it is you know we can't brand him as being one of the smartest quarterbacks out there if he's not showing it he didn't show that towards the at the at the end of regulation and in overtime he did not hopefully he'll do better next week all right i expect him to do better next week because he is a competitor and here's the thing people you can't we're the only team that that lost the game in the nfc west 49ers won they're 2-0 Cardinals won, they're 2-0. The Rams won, they're 2-0. Okay? So, hopefully we'll do better next week. Still in Russ, I trust. You know, hey, he burnt the mill. He didn't burn the kitchen. He didn't burn the kitchen down. So, that's a good thing. Because had he burnt the kitchen down, then guess what? We can't depend on Russ to make the next meal for next week. But, he burnt the mill. Let's put that mill in the trash can. Trash comes out on Tuesday. We'll set it out there tonight, all right? It's going to be ready, even if the dogs come get it out the trash. So next week, Russ, let's go ahead and, you know, I don't even know who we play next week, but guess what? Let's go out there and do the doggone thing, 
All right, prep the meal. I mean, call Sierra, call Sierra if you have to. Sometimes, you know what? Hey, even the best chefs need help in the kitchen. There's nothing wrong with calling your wife when you need help in the kitchen. All right, I do all the time. All right, so share your thoughts down below in the comments if you're watching the YouTube channel. Let me know whether or not you know if you agree with me as far as Russell Wilson's performance against the Titans. Let me know, hey, if you think it was Russ's fault or do you think it was Pete Carroll's fault or whose fault was it? You know, what was up with Russ at the end of regulation and in overtime? What was going on? Did you see something that I did not see or that Russ did not see? All right, share your thoughts down below. Hit that like and subscribe button. Also, if you're listening to the podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, at, hey, please comment and let me know. Share your thoughts about this situation with Russell Wilson at the end of regulation and in overtime. All right. You know, it's hard out here for a Houston Texans fan. Seriously, it is. I mean, before the season started, I'm like, okay, I'm prepared for this team to go 0-17. All right? You know, I'm like Randy Quaid in the movie in the movie Major League where he's just like, okay. It's one of those things where, you know, you have so much faith and belief in your team to the point where each year for the past few seasons they're doing things to make the team worse. But they're telling you that, they're trying to compete for a Super Bowl. They're trying to be a competitive team, right? But um, after last week's game against Jacksonville, I mean, hey, I was surprised that they beat Jacksonville by that many points. I'm not going to lie. But still, it to me, it still felt like fool's gold. Now, this game against the Cleveland Browns, I'm thinking, okay, you know what? The Browns, they just lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to smash the Texans because this is Cleveland's home opener, Right. Then guess what? Tyrod Taylor starts balling. The defense starts balling. And I'm like, hmm, okay. We have a chance to win this game. But then guess what? Guess what happens? Tyrod Taylor gets hurt. All right. Well, not let's, let's start before that in the game. The defense did a phenomenal job at the beginning. You know, they got the Browns offense off the field. Then Andre Roberts muffs the punt. Muffs the punt. I'm like, oh my goodness. And it's not just him muffing the punt. It's when and where he muffed it. It was like at the 20-yard line, right in the red zone. So if you're watching the red zone channel, bam, you're thinking the Texans about to receive a punt. But no, all of a sudden the Cleveland Browns are right there getting ready to score. And that right there, that sucked a whole lot of momentum off. But check this out. The Houston Texans, they still found, you know, they still fought. And that's and the thing about it is, and I'm not going to say I give them credit for fighting. You, you're paid to fight. That's what you're supposed to do. You're not fighting, literally, but you, you pay, you're being paid to compete. And I'm pretty sure if these men wasn't being paid to compete, they're going to compete. You know why? Because there are people who play in, play in Pop Warner, middle school, high school, all of that. Guess what? They're not being paid and they compete. All right. But anyways, you know what? They still came back, you know, Tyrod Taylor. I think he only threw one incompletion. Tyrod Taylor was balling. I'm like, okay. And the thing about it is if you follow Tyrod Taylor, you'll know two things. Number one, he's a very good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Does not turn the ball over that much. But number two, can't stay healthy. Cannot stay healthy. And that's the thing. Your best ability is your availability. So it doesn't matter how good or how great you are. You can be the best person on the team. But if you're not available, then it nullifies the point. But um, I felt bad for him. 
and, and he got it, and he got hurt scoring a touchdown, running in, pulled a hamstring, and you hate to see that happen because that's, you know, that's why it didn't work out in Buffalo. That's why it didn't work out um, in, what was the last team he was at, in the Chargers, and then now over here in Houston. You know, so that's that's unfortunate because I really f- felt that, you know, the, tech, the Texans had a real good chance to win this game had he not gotten hurt. I can't say it was guaranteed they would have won, you know, but there of course their chances of, of winning it would have increased had he been able to play. And then it's like, it's like, okay, it's like, well, there he goes. Because I'm not going to lie, I was actually smiling and I'm like, okay, you know what, we can actually, we can actually win this game here. And maybe we'll go two and fifteen, right? But that injury right there is like, you know what? Is one of those things where it's like the ownership, you know, they they set the fans up for this kind of stuff. They really do, you know. You know, they say, you know, yeah, we're trying to build a winner and stuff. And the thing about it is, if Tyrod Taylor is your starting quarterback, but then and you know that the competitiveness and your wins and loss records is dependent upon him being available for the entirety of the season. Well, then guess what? Yeah, that pretty much means you're tanking because it's more than likely he's going to end up getting hurt. You know, that's unfortunate, you know, and that's not something that I would ever wish on anybody, and I'm not wishing on it. I wish the young man was able to stay healthy, you know, but that's something that's been going on for his career. Um, That's part of the reason why he was not in Buffalo anymore. But when you think about it is – Two seasons where he was fully healthy, he was a pro bowler, you know, so he can play. He got game. He has skills, but, man, can't catch a break. Can't catch a break. Um, so there's that. I mean, the, the the rookie quarterback, Davis Mills, I mean, he did his best out there for a rookie. You know, what else did you expect for him to do, you know? Um, he, did, he did show a few bright spots out there, you know, but, you know, he's a rookie. You know, you're not going to beat that talented Cleveland Brown defense. You're not. Um, but, man, the, the Browns run game. Now, what I don't get, now, there was a point, there was a um, a play where, um, well, not a play, there was a, scenario, a situation in the game where the Texans, you know, had they had, they had um, declined the penalty, had they accepted the penalty, they would have got a third. Now, had they declined the penalty, it would have been third and ten. But the Texans, they accepted the penalty. So they got fourth and one, all right? They got the fourth and one, and I'm thinking right there, okay, let's go for this. You know, because here's the thing. You're not going to beat a team that is, what's the word I'm looking for, that is ranked higher than you without doing things that you normally would not do. You have to take chances. And I thought, you know what, it would have been worth it, worth taking a shot at getting that fourth and one. Keep that defense on the field because their run game, oh, man, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, it's unstoppable. It is unstoppable for the Texans. Um, they didn't go for it. And you can see even, what's his name, Kevin Stefanski, the coach for the Cleveland Browns, even he was like, what? what's the point of doing that then? So I don't know what went on on that. But, you know, coaches going to make mistakes just like players make mistakes. But it was just frustrating as a Texans fan because it's like, seriously, once I started to believe that the Texans could win this game, it's like, it was all snatched away, just snatched away, you know, just snatched away like a, like a, like an owl grabbing his claw with his claws, just snatching the prey, you know. But who knows? Um, the Texans they play Thursday night against the Carolina Panthers. Um, I'm not sure if they're gonna win that game. I don't know, but I'm back to you know what? Hey, 
we're preparing next year for the draft. Okay, this I don't think this team is going to win many games. You know, um, hopefully Davis Mills is able to become a, a good quarterback, you know, because it seems like he's going to get a lot of reps. But anyways, I don't feel too good about this loss, but it's a loss. So why should I feel good about it? You know, but it's really it's very, very hard being a Houston Texans fan. And check this out. I, I'm a Texans fan and a Seahawks fan. Both of my teams lost today. And when, on days when both my teams win, oh, man, like I feel like two times the winner. And whenever they lose, I feel like two times the loser as a fan. I don't feel like a loser as a person. No, no, no way. Don't get that twisted. But it sucks, man, when they lose the way they lose. It does. But anyway, share your thoughts. Let me know if you watched the game. What was your feeling about the, if you're a Houston Texans fan, what was your feeling about the Houston Texans losing to the Browns? Like, did you actually believe that they really had a chance? Or did you knew from the jump, no matter what happened in that game, or no matter how good they were playing at certain points of that game, that, you know what, they're still, they're still going to find a way to lose this game. All right. Share your thoughts down below in the like button and share your thoughts down below in the comments below and hit the like and subscribe button if you're watching the YouTube channel. And if you are listening, wherever you listen to your podcast at, please Please comment in the review section and subscribe. All right. All right. So let's do our recap for Sunday's pickums. Okay. So let's see what we got. So first game. So you had the Saints versus the Carolina Panthers. Man, I was totally wrong on this one. Jameis Winston, where were you, man? You threw too many touchdowns last week. You, did he beat the? Uh, they beat the Packers 38-3. He threw five touchdowns. Jameis Winston should have only threw two touchdowns last week because he could have used those three touchdowns this week because they lost to the Panthers. I was dead wrong about that one. Man, the Panthers might actually be a good team, people. I'm sleeping on them. All right, next, next up, we have the Bengals versus the Bears. This game was a lot closer than I anticipated. You know, um, when you look at Joe Burrow, he threw three interceptions on three possessions in a row, and they still only lost by three. That's something right there. Goes to show you that the Bengals still compete, but the Bears, they stepped up. They came to play. They played much better than they played last week when they lost to the Rams. And, like, and hey, I expected the Bears to win, so we did get that one right, okay? The next one, we have Texans versus the Browns. I went back and forth, but, I mean, my heart, my heart wanted me to pick the Texans. But, you know, my mind said, listen, mind over matter, mind over your feelings, okay? A logic over emotions right here, okay? The Texans, they did not win this game. And maybe they would have won had Tyrod Taylor played, like I said earlier, but I'm glad I picked the Browns on this one, all right? So the next one, we had the Rams versus the Colts. I went back and forth on this one, ended up going with the Colts. The Colts, I mean, they started off slow, but they came back, but then... The Rams, they prevailed. So right now, the Rams, they are leading my division, NFC West, 2-0. All right, so let's see. We got the Broncos versus Jaguars. I thought the Jaguars was going to win this game. And starting off, it looked like they was probably going to do the upset over the Denver Broncos. But guess what? Uh, Trevor Lawrence still looked like a rookie, okay? So I'm going to have to um, tailor my, lower my expectations when it comes to Trevor Lawrence and these Jaguars, okay? But the Broncos stepped up. Shout out, shout out to Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy B. Glad he's doing his thing. All right, next up, we got the dip the Bills versus the Dolphins. That is the game here did not go the way I anticipated. I'm not surprised. I, would, I was never going to be surprised had the Bills with the Bills winning this game because this is a divisional division opponent, divisional rivalry. But losing 35-0, oh, no, Miami Dolphins. I don't care if Tua got hurt. I don't care if y'all got eight players only against 11 Miami Dolphins. You can't be losing 35-zip at home. 
against a division opponent. You, that's just something you cannot do, people. And I think that's the fifth time in a row the Bills have beaten the Dolphins. So, Miami, you're going to have to step your game up. Let's see. The Patriots versus the Jets. Hey, man. Bill Belichick, the great Bill Belichick, his defense is going up against a rookie quarterback. Of course, I'm going to roll with the Patriots. And I was correct by rolling with them. 25-6. Let's see. Niners versus Eagles. This did not go the way I planned. I thought the Eagles was going to win this game. Typically, the Niners, they struggle against mobile quarterbacks. thought Jalen Hurts was going to be able to at least rekindle a little bit of the magic that he had against the Falcons. But once again, I've been reminded that he played the Falcons last week, not this Niners defense. Okay, so I was shocked that the 49ers won this game 17-11. Uh-oh. Okay, let's see. Okay, let's see. Raiders versus okay, Raiders versus Steelers. This now this game here. I was shocked on this, but guess what? I am impressed by the Raiders. I think the Raiders are legit. For them to win in overtime on Monday night, having a short week, and then go to Pittsburgh, okay, and win that game convincingly, that's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, Mad props. You get mad props from me, Las Vegas Raiders. I was I was one of the first people saying what's hap- what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But apparently it doesn't. It travels. And it did travel for the Raiders. So shout out to John Gruden and Derek Carr and the Raiders. Um let's see, um who else? What team? Vikings versus Cardinals. I had the Cardinals winning this game. But man, like that's that's one that man, that's that's a bad that's a bad way to lose, man. That's not the I mean, man, they missed the extra point. You got the touchdown, missed the extra point. Goes to show you, man, those extra points are not as easy as they is on as they are when you're playing Madden and stuff, right? But I picked the Cardinals to win that game, and I'm glad I did. Let's see, Falcons versus Buccaneers. Yeah, Tom Brady went off. I mean, was there any question, any doubt that the Buccaneers was gonna beat the Falcons? I know I had no doubt. Let's see, Cowboys versus Chargers. We did get that one right. I did think, yeah. So, I thought I thought the Cowboys would have won maybe by like ten points, but twenty to seventeen. Hey, a win is a win. Cowboys versus Seahawks. Of course, I thought my Seahawks was going to take care of business during their home opener, and then we had Doug Baldwin doing the flag and stuff, and even that wasn't enough for Derrick Henry and the Titans. I mean, man, over 180 yards on a Pete Carroll defense rushing. I mean, that is amazing. That's not something that you see happens happen all the time. All right, so let's see. Chiefs versus Ravens. I went back and forth on this game, you know, but I felt like, you know what, man? You know what? I think the Ravens got a chance, despite all the injuries to their running backs, despite Marcus Peters not being able to play right now. I believe that the Ravens was going to beat the Chiefs, and guess what? They did. They did. That was a hell of a game. I mean, Lamar Jackson was like, hey, I'm putting this on my shoulders, all right? Who got my back? Who's coming with me? And guess what? His teammates rolled with him. All right. So let's see. Tomorrow we have Monday night game. We have the Detroit Lions versus the Packers in Green Bay. So we'll see how that goes. But so, so far this week, let's see. We got the Bears game. That's one. Browns game, two. Patriots, three. Cardinals, four. Buccaneers, five. Cowboys, six. Ravens seven, so we only got seven. So last week we got ten wins. Now so far we got seven. Let's see if the Packers win tomorrow, that would be eight. Man, this is not a good week. 
This is not a good week. But like I said before, listen, I'm at my best once we get to get to at least by week six. All right. And then it's on. I'm going to get all double digit victories wins um, from week six from here on out. All right. So we're still trying to work it out right now, y'all. This is like our preseason, okay? But share your thoughts down below in the comments. Let me know how did you do on your Sunday NFL pickums, okay? And also hit that like and subscribe button if you're watching the YouTube channel. If you're listening to, to, to the podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast at, please comment below and share your thoughts and let me know. What do you think? What did you? How did you do on your wins on your NFL pickums? All right? Share your wins and your losses. Student of the game. Peace.